Hi, everyone. I'm Nagin Serafi. Thank you for tuning in today and choosing to be present with me. I want to read to you something that I wrote in my journal a few days ago and speak on it a little bit more because I know that so many of us in our own way are experiencing the full spectrum of being human and some of these experiences are challenging, are painful, are confusing. I know that during a global pandemic, our mental health has been suffering, whether we want to look at it in this moment or not. So many of us have been forced into survival mindset or survival conditions, and many marginalized folks have experienced further marginalization. I think it is important in times of grief, in times of suffering, in times of great injustice, pain, to be hopeful. And I also think it's important in these moments to lean in to what is there and what it needs to teach us individually and collectively. This is an excerpt from my journal. To wish pain away is to wish away life, love, transformation. The mistake is in thinking that pain is separate from love, but it is not. It is an intricate and integral part of love. Sometimes it's pain that allows us to access deeper states of love. It is pain that reveals to us how much we do love someone, and it is pain that breaks us open. The openness necessary to give and receive love abundantly and effortlessly. To love is to open ourselves up to pain. Pain is the evidence of love, as is joy, bliss, peace. There are no emotional hierarchies. That is the illusion created by the construct of the mind. I think we often just want to transcend the feelings that feel so deeply uncomfortable, unfamiliar, the experiences that threaten us, threaten our survival. We want to believe that if we look away, they might be less real. But developing a deep and intimate relationship with reality requires us to confront all that we are, all that is present in this moment, and be with it. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to look at and feel into the things that we may not want to see. There's power in truth, even when it hurts. I believe that the only disempowering thing is not looking at reality for what it is, therefore believing what we want to believe. I think in that process we disempower ourselves and we disempower each other. I think that is how so much injustice has been created and perpetuated in the world because of our refusal to look at what is real. Storytelling is our most powerful and most dangerous tool. When we tell stories about ourselves, other people, and the world, we have the power to believe what we want to believe. Sometimes those beliefs lead us to a deeper relationship with ourselves and each other and the planet. And sometimes those beliefs are destructive. There's evidence for this everywhere we look, within ourselves, 
and in the world. I believe that everything in life happens for us. I say this as both a privileged, white-passing, middle-class, attractive, and educated woman of color, and as someone who has endured profound personal, family, and ancestral hardship. I understand that we, in every moment, consciously and subconsciously, create experiences in our reality in order to heal and liberate ourselves. This is why I never wish any experience away. I welcome it, because I know it brings with it clarity, wisdom, healing, and a deeper love. I think right now we are being asked to look at the complexities of life, to confront the politics of being alive. I think space has been created between us, so we can go within. It's almost as if we are all in our own cocoons, unable to reach out and distract ourselves from ourselves. And in that space, what is emerging is what has been hidden, perhaps conveniently put away, so that we can continue to go on and live our lives and pretend like everything's fine. But I think many of us have been ignorant, privileged enough to look away. And when we look away from the suffering of the world, we also look away from ourselves. When we cast away our own shadows, we cast away the shadows of the world. We need to expand our capacity to love, to empathize, to care, to connect. I think we're being called to be there for each other in a way we haven't been before. And when I say each other, I don't mean our friends and our family and our community. I mean be there for strangers for people we may never meet. I anchor myself in love because it is the only thing I know how to do. I want to read you something I wrote on August 28, 2019. The word love is used to describe a feeling. But love is, at its most realized, a state of being. It is beyond language, beyond reason, beyond time. It is ancient and ancestral. It is universal, rooted and clear. People say, but love is complex. Love is not complex. People are complex. Feelings are complex. We have made love complex because we've reduced it to a feeling. But love is not just a feeling because it is not transient. It does not come and go. It has no beginning or end. Love is simple. It exists. Everywhere. Love is not joy. Love is not happiness or bliss or perfection. It is not a feeling or an act expressed by another. Love is acceptance and non-attachment manifested. Love is what is revealed when we remove all resistance, blocks, and complex emotions when we remove our stories, projections, and judgments, when we truly let go. We never have to look for love. It is not something to be found. It is in us, like blood and cells and bones. 
We suffer because we are seeking, searching endlessly, externally, for what can never be found outside of us. When we resist love, it's because we haven't experienced love. We've experienced attachment. When we feel separate or blocked from love, it's because we are not accepting the present moment. When we experience love, we embody love. When we recognize and understand and accept that love is a state of being and that we are love, there are no more questions. There's nothing left to seek. We are collectively in the unknown right now. We're not even sure when we will cross the next threshold. The only way I know how to navigate the unknown is to hold fast and true to self-love. To know and accept and understand that even when I feel alone, I am not alone. I think if we can anchor in self-love, we'll recognize that we're in the very necessary liminal space where transformation occurs. We are the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. We are experiencing the process of samsara. Life, death, rebirth. And in that rebirth, we get to reclaim, restore, and reimagine. There are so many possible futures ahead of us. Hold fast and strong to love is something that can never be taken away from you. Because it is you. It is us. Thank you for your time and presence and for subscribing to my podcast. I send monthly emails where I share stories, teachings, insights, and frameworks to help us transform the way we live, work, relate, and create. Visit my website, naginserafi.com and subscribe to become a part of my growing community. Until next time, be well and in love.